You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Hello. Happy hump day. I'm super excited about this podcast today. Before we dive in, we totally forgot to announce the winner of the Frey Skincare. It was Miss Juliet um, Fortino. So congratulations. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, You should have your full size one, two, three Frey shipped to you uh, this week. And then we also launched our win the day planner last week. Um, Right now, as we record this podcast, we have about 10 or 15 of them left. Um, So I'm not sure by the time this goes live, what we will have uh, left in stock because we only ordered a hundred, but we created this win the day planner because Becca and I, as we're going to kind of talk about in this podcast too, we juggle a lot of different things. And so it's very important for us to be able to prioritize our time so that we can maximize our time and have time for ourselves and have time, you know, with our family while we, you know, win each day and accomplish things that we need to. So basically what we did is we took all of the things that we liked from other planners and other journals, and we put them into our own. And we also created a video course, a training that walks you through how to utilize the journal. I think that's a really big component of this that I'm excited about because oftentimes you buy planners or journals and there's sections in there that you're not really sure, you know, how to use or what you should be writing. So we have um, a video course that goes with it. So the link is in the show notes. You can go there. If the link works, then we still have planners in stock and you can order yours and it will be shipped out to you within just a few days after you order. So with that, we're diving in today to mental health and how exercise is so beneficial for just everything, not just calories, you know, and strength, but your emotions, your mood, stress, um, you know, your alertness, your concentration. I know for me, I know Becca, you feel the same way. Sometimes when we've been working and grinding at the computer all day, it's like, I just need to get out and move. I need to move my body, get my blood flowing, and then come back and reset. And yeah, I would, I would say that exercise is probably one of the best things for me, for my mental health and my mood and just how I show up for my family. Um, you know, I'm not saying that like, I hate rest days. I love rest days, but I I can always tell on rest days. I'm like, I'm a little bit more antsy. I'm a little bit more anxious. I, you know, by, by not moving very much, I start to get more tired actually by the end of the day. Um, you know, exercise energizes me. It makes me happier. It makes me feel good. And to be totally honest, it's a huge part of my confidence level. I, you know, when I can go and lift heavy and feel empowered with a workout, it is unlike anything else with my confidence. So I, you know, we're going to talk all about what it can help with because there's lots of things, especially in the, you know, field of mental health. Um, so hopefully this is a good one for you guys. Yeah. All right. Let's dive in. So First, I want to just talk a little bit about to the people out there who may not be in a routine with exercise right now and maybe struggling to find that time, you know, as entrepreneurs, as moms, Beck and I both know how important that time is for us to move our body, to feel strong. Just all of the things that she mentioned, I can't agree more with the confidence that we feel and how we show up for our families. You know, 
what we do as business partners, we schedule it in. It has to be on your calendar. If it's going to get done, everything goes on our calendar. Becca can see my workout times. I see her workout times and we protect those times for each other. We know we're not scheduling any meetings. I don't text her or I try not to text her or bother her while she's doing her workout. And I will say that both of our husbands, thankfully, you know, support us in this tremendously. We, they both appreciate how, you know, we show up, uh, more patient, feeling better about ourselves. And, you know, they're very supportive to watch our boys if we need to. Um, and it just makes us, you know, feel better and they know that, and they can always tell if we've missed a workout or we haven't had time. So shout out to Nick yeah. and Art because they're very, you know, supportive too. So if you're not in a, a workout routine right now, listen to this and understand that the ways that maybe it can help you. And then, you know, we'll give you some more tips at the end, how you can kind of get started, but Real quick, high level benefits of exercise. We've already mentioned some of these, but we're going to cover these top five and then we're going to dive into each a little bit uh, more in depth. So first is enhancing your mood as quickly as five minutes into physical activity. Most people notice that they feel better, right? They feel a little bit less stressed and they feel their mood starting to increase. And this is why I always say like on days that you don't feel like it, just commit to five minutes of moving your body and almost every single time I've done that, I've wanted to continue because I have that boost of energy and, you know, energy creates energy. So while we may not feel like doing it, once we get going, it's a lot easier. Second one here is reduce stress. Exercise helps a ton with different neurotransmitters um, and, you know, releasing different neurotransmitters, which we're going to dive into, but also increases our relaxation um, as well. The third thing here, as many of you know, or hopefully, you know, improved health. Um, I think everybody knows that exercise is linked to better health, decreased blood pressure, you know, and heart rate controls our weight. Although that's not the only reason we should be working out, strengthens muscles and enhances our immunity. Okay. Number four, this is probably the, the biggest one that, you know, Becca and I love is that boost in confidence when it comes to feeling happier and feeling empowered in life, having confidence is key and having, you know, confidence in yourself and doing the things that you may not want to do is how you build that confidence. You, you create trust every time that you show up for yourself and you prove to yourself over and over, you can do hard things. And that's how you build that confidence over time. Number five is, you know, improving mental um, alertness and concentration and just enhancing overall cognitive function. And, you know, I gotta say my dad is 83 and he has always been fantastic at exercise. He goes to the gym every single day. He loves to swim. He gets on the elliptical and if the gym is closed or he's not able to go, my mom would always tell me, and I could always tell dad didn't make it to the gym today because he wasn't as sharp cognitively. Right. So even as we age, it's really, really important for that cognitive function in the brain. And we're going to talk about that too. Yep. So coming back to mood, you know, that feeling when like you just finish a workout and you just feel so much better than before. And I'll be totally honest. Like some of my workouts, I do not love during the workout. I'm like, this is hard. I am do not feel it today. I am exhausted or my body just hurts or the workout itself is just really hard and it's challenging me physically and mentally. But afterwards you feel amazing. And sometimes even when you're not motivated to go to exercise, kind of the promise of that feeling is enough to motivate you to get to the gym. I have that 
in the mornings when I have to work out in the mornings, which I've tried to move away from just because I don't love how I feel at 5, 15 AM. Like right when I get out of bed, I just don't feel very strong. So I've tried to push my workouts later into the day, just because I enjoy feeling good during my workouts versus kind of just getting them done some days. Um, and you might call this feeling after that workout, kind of an endorphin rush, which is not entirely untrue, but it turns out that exercise makes you happier in many different ways. When you exercise, it increases endorphins, but it also increases dopamine, adrenaline, and endocannabinoid. I hate the long words. Endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid. I just had to say it slow. These are all essentially brain chemicals associated with feeling happy, feeling confident, feeling capable, feeling less anxiety and stress, and even less physical pain. And then there's cognitive function and stress. Exercise can especially help be helpful when stress has depleted your energy and ability to concentrate. And we all have been there guys like 2020, right? That's going to be what we say forever. 2020 got us forever. Um, and we both know we've, you know, like hit a wall. We're stressed. We feel overwhelmed. Liz and I have these feelings all the time. The best thing we can do is go for a walk, do a quick workout, come back more focused. Like on Friday last week, we had meetings all day. I literally had meetings from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. straight. And I committed on Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. to take that for a workout. So I really only in reality had about 40 minutes to work out given like my meetings went right up against those other hours. It was the best thing I did all day for myself. I was able to finish the day strong. I was able to come back focused because otherwise you're spinning your wheels. You know, it's hard to stay productive for eight hours to 12 hours straight. And we know that exercise is great for our bodies, but what about our brains, right? Does going for a run or picking up some weights really affect like the strength of our brains? Yes, absolutely it does. The MRI image from a study out of University of Illinois actually shows a large increase in brain activity after just 20 minutes of vigorous walking. The reason you may feel sharper after exercising, right? It's kind of all the increased blood flow to the brain that results from exercise. There's so many reasons why this happens. So Liz, I'll let you dive into the first one. Yep. So this is all speaking to just how your brain chemistry reacts to moving your body and exercise. So number one, as we've already talked about, improving your mood, right? So there were some studies done with people who are currently suffering from depression. Physical activity um, was to show that the increase of feelings of hopefulness and decreased depressive symptoms. So that was, you know, kind of the select group of individuals that they put into the study um, around how it was going to help with that feeling of depression. We're going to dive into depression a little bit more specifically later, but they put all of these individuals together into a study and they had them start exercising. In a one-year follow-up with that same group, there was a much lower remission back into a depressive state um, amongst those individuals that continued to exercise. So it's also been found that people with anxiety tend to suffer less panic attacks when they begin, you know, this regimen of exercising regularly. So, you know, we'll dive into more specifics around anxiety and depression, but again, getting a instant mood boost. And this has even been shown in some, you know, therapy and doctors, you know, tell their clients to get outside, get sunlight, you know, go for a walk, get your blood flowing. That's going to improve, you know, your mood. It also makes you more resilient to stress. So exercising regularly can help you, you know, and your brain better adapt to stress. So we've already talked about like negative effects of stress um, on the brain, but exercise can not only help you better deal with present stress, it can also make you more resilient when it comes to both physical and emotional stressors in the future as well. So when stress affects the brain with many of its nerve connections, the rest of the body feels the impact as well. So if you've listened to Becca and I talk about stress before, there's a lot of different ways that your body perceives stress and that your brain perceives stress. 
Okay. And we know that if our body feels better, typically so does our mind. So exercise and other physical activity produce again, those endorphins chemicals in the brain that react as natural painkillers. So this also in turn improves your ability to sleep and thus therefore helps you reduce stress. Okay. Number three, from a cognitive perspective is memory benefits. So exercise has incredible benefits when it comes to improving and preserving memory. One particular study found that moderate aerobic exercise significantly improved people's um, spatial memory, the kind of memory that you would use for directions or finding your way through a maze, as well as increase the overall size of your hippocampus. This is the virtual brain structure when it comes to learning and memory. So, you know, don't forget about those brain boosting games on your phone, just, you know, take some time and get out and go for a walk, head to the gym. I think this number four here is really important. And I have this later on that we're going to touch on too, but it improves social skills. So research from the University of Michigan suggests that exercise can help overall social function, especially in adolescence, team sports, playing soccer, all of those things, right? Putting our kids into, you know, group activities. We know that that can build a sense of self-esteem, leadership, and even empathy, right? We all know the stories of the little kids who go and save their friend who maybe like didn't hit the shot or didn't make the goal. Um, and so hopefully we're seeing that in your children that, you know, it's that camaraderie, right? Because you feel like you're part of a larger, you know, group of people working towards the same thing. So to get the most out of your exercise, I would say, try joining, you know, a place that has a sense of community and family for you. It could even be joining like a volleyball league or, you know, a recreational like basketball league, something like that. Number five, as it relates to the brain is sleep. So we've talked a lot about sleep and circadian rhythm and the importance of it to our health. Um, but when it comes to getting better night's sleep, scientific studies have yet to find a better activity than exercise. Exercises raises your core body temperature and right after that temperature falls again, which can help promote a better night's sleep. Weightlifting has also been shown to be especially effective um, when it comes to falling asleep and staying asleep. And then last but not least, when it comes to, you know, the brain chemistry and how exercise helps is formulation of new brain cells. So especially cardio exercise, vigorous walking, running, dancing has been shown to actually help your brain create new neurons um, in areas like the hippocampus, which is a virtual brain structure when it comes to learning and memory, as we mentioned before. So the next time you head out, you know, for walking or biking, and you don't really want to do it, just think about all of the, you know, the new brain cells that you're going to be getting just for taking that time for you along with all the other benefits. Yeah, totally. Um, so now we kind of want to dive into depression and then anxiety, like at, you know, mental health disorders that a lot of people deal with. Um, and scientists have found that regular participation in aerobic ex exercise has been shown to decrease overall levels of tension, elevate and stabilize mood, improve sleep, improve self-esteem. About five minutes of aerobic exercise can begin to stimulate anti-anxiety effects. So Research shows obviously that it can alleviate mild and moderate long-term depression. So one in 10 adults in the U.S. struggles with depression, one in 10 guys. And, you know, we work with a lot of people that, that take antidepressants, that deal with this, that struggle with this and antidepressants are a common way to treat the condition. However, pills aren't the only solution. Research shows that exercise is also an effective treatment. For some people, it works just as well as antidepressants, although exercise alone isn't enough for someone with severe depression, obviously. Um, this was you know, a quote from a doctor from Harvard Medical School. So 
Exercising starts kind of a biological cascade of events that results in many health benefits, such as protecting against heart disease and diabetes, improving sleep, lowering blood pressure. High intensity exercise releases also the body's kind of feel good chemicals like called endorphins, like we talked about resulting in kind of that runner's high that, you know, joggers report of. Um, So, but for most of us, the real value is in the low intensity exercise sustained over a long time. You know, that kind of activity spurs the release of proteins called neurotrophic or growth factors, which cause nerve cells to grow and make new connections. And the improvement in brain function makes you feel better. In people who are depressed, neuroscientists have noticed that the hippocampus in the brain, like Liz was talking about, the the region that regulates mood is smaller. Exercise supports nerve cell growth in this area, improving nerve cell connections and helps relieve depression. Regular exercise has been shown to reduce symptoms of anxiety as well. So stress and anxiety are a normal part of life, guys. But anxiety disorders, which affect 40 million adults, are the most common psychiatric illness in the U.S. The benefits of exercise may well extend beyond stress relief to improving anxiety and related disorders. So psychologists studying how exercise relieves anxiety and depression suggest that a 10-minute walk, which is why a lot of times we advise our clients, don't think it has to be like 30 to 45 minutes walking, just a 10-minute walk, maybe just as good as a 45-minute workout. Some studies that show that exercise can work quickly to elevate depressed mood in many people, although the effects may be temporary, they demonstrate that a brisk walk or other simple activity can deliver several several hours of relief, similar to taking an aspirin for a headache. Science has also provided some evidence that physically active people have lower rates of anxiety and depression than sedentary people, which I am not surprised by at all. I've had a couple like major surgeries um, and because I was not able to be as active after the surgeries as I would normally am, I could see, I could feel that kind of sense of, um, you know, anxiety, low level depression, like start to set in on me because I just, I was so used to being active and stopped. And when you allow that sedentary, like that sedentary lifestyle to continue, it's easier to fall deeper and deeper into this. And so, you know, like all forms of therapy, the effect can vary, but some people may respond, you know, positively to all of these things. Um, In one study, in one study, researchers found that those who got regular vigorous exercise were 25% less likely to develop depression or anxiety disorder over the next five years. It's crazy pretty powerful. Yeah. I think so many people just look at workouts and exercise as a way to burn calories or they have to do it because they're, you know, on a goal to lose weight or things like that, or that, you know, it's a way to make up for food choices that they made over the weekend. I think there's a lot of people who don't know this knowledge and don't appreciate uh, the mental and emotional benefits of exercise. And so that's why we wanted to bring this, you know, to you guys today, because it's not all about, you know, just changing your body composition. There's so much more, you know, even for myself being locked down in 2020, I'm so appreciative of being able to go to our gym and just get out of my house without going to the store and having to, you know, wear a mask around target, but just to have that like outlet. And again, that sense of community. And so I want to kind of just talk now about a few tips for those of you who, you know, are struggling with your exercise routine or don't have an exercise routine. And the first thing that Becca and I always tell our clients is we have to find something that you enjoy. You know, we don't want it to feel like a chore. If it feels like a chore, if it feels like it's forced, you're not going to continue 
on with it, right? And that's what we want for everyone is to find the way of movement that makes you feel good and that it's enjoyable for you. So if you like yoga or you like bar or you like cycling, that's totally cool. Um, you all know that we are big fans of strength training and how it makes us feel personally, just being that strong, um, empowered uh, person and strong mentally. And then again, you know, you kind of feel like a badass after you finish like a heavy set of squats that you didn't think you could do or you couldn't do, you know, a couple of months ago, but it by no means has to be, you know, high intensity or, you know, like CrossFit or something, you know, that is scary to you. Um, and this is where we would say, like, try a few things out, maybe get a trial of some classes. If you're stuck at home and none of the gyms open around you, like go on YouTube, maybe, um, you know, find some sort of video stream of different types of exercise and just see what, you know, maybe you resonate more with. Um, and then as our caveat is you should always add some form of strength training or resistance training in there, no matter what. Um, but the other yes. piece here, and we talked about this earlier, but Find a community. There's nothing better than having a group of like-minded people to support you on your journey. And I know this personally, and I think Becca, you can attest to this too, that camaraderie and that bit of competition. Like we both kind of like that in the gym. I always get a better, you know, workout. Um, but exercise, you know, helps it boost that confidence. And when you're doing something challenging alongside other people, it gives you a sense of that kind of shared accomplishment and teamwork. And again, this is why we have our fit mom community on Facebook too, because whether it's exercise or nutrition or just mom life and like real struggles of life, we want people to have that strong sense of like bigger than self right? And where you can feel more optimistic, more empowered, more, I guess, motivated by other people. And I think that allows you to, you know, know that you're not alone and helps you with facing challenges in your life. And, you know, if you don't feel like going to the gym, but you went and you did it anyway, not only are you proving to yourself that you can do hard things, but then you're also getting that sense of gratification because you're you know, showing that accountability group or that group that you're in that you do show up you know, and that you're serious. And even on those days that you don't feel like it, or you're really just like struggling, we know walking in the door is like half of the battle sometimes that, you know, you're there and, and you're there because you committed and because you told them, you know, this is when you were going to be there for that class. Or, you know, you told you know, a community online that this is my workout and here's my sweaty self selfie. Um, Absolutely. So <laughs> the last thing commit to moving daily. You know, we, Liz and I both kind of make 10,000 steps a day as much of a non-negotiable as possible for us. And not because 10,000 steps is like this magic number that's going to help lose weight or keep the weight off or whatever, but it more so represents something to us. And it's a measurable standard that we can keep ourselves to. Like, I'm not going to say I'm just going to be active today. Like when I say I'm going to get 10,000 steps today, then I commit to being more active that day. And I can tell myself and have something to kind of like check off as a win for my day that I actually committed to getting that. And I can see it, you know, on my watch or however you track it, that it was actually accomplished. And also daily sunlight is super important. And I know in Chicago, it's really hard to get right now, but we've talked about on other podcasts for sleep and circadian rhythm, exercising outdoors also has a major effect on your brain, similar to meditation. So if you're like the countless others who have heard about the benefits of meditation, but can't seem to find the good time, you know, good news, you may not actually have to meditate to get some of the benefits. You know, it's been found that exercising outdoors can have a similar effect on the brain and mood as meditation. So going for a run, or even if you got, you know, a garage gym, bring that barbell and dumbbells outside and get in the sun outside, you know, um, 
exercising outdoors kind of has like an immediate effect on mood, actually. That's extremely powerful for depression and anxiety because it induces a state in your brain that's very similar to meditation, the state of open awareness. So for people whose minds are not their best friends, because there's a lot of people, guys, we get it. Like a lot of, you know, Liz and I even get inside our own heads sometimes where we're like doubtful or we're overwhelmed or we having anxiety. And, you know, for those of us that it's even worse and we deal with like rumination and worrying and something as simple as going for a walk or a bike ride outdoors can have an immediate profound effect that can help give tremendous relief because it invites the mind to shift spontaneous without any effort. It's like a meditative state. I tell people all the time, I hate meditating. I'm not good at it. I cannot sit in silence in a quiet room with my thoughts. Like, no, thank you. I just fall asleep. Every time I, I try, do. I fall it's asleep. so tired, but I can go outside for a walk and it feels just the same when I get back. It's almost like this renewed sense of energy. My mind's clearer. Everything's better. So those are our tips for you guys. Move daily. Try and find a community. If you're more of a social person and you don't love exercise, connect those values, you know, and pick something you enjoy. Yeah. And again, the next time that you are feeling stressed or anxious or, you know, don't feel like going to the gym, hopefully some of this resonates with you and just remember how you're going to feel after. And that by showing up for yourself every day, you continue to show that you can do hard things. And that's where your confidence is found. That's where your, you know, better mental state is found, better mood, all of these things that we talked about today. Um, And with that, we are going to wrap it up here and we will talk to you all on Friday for, you know, what day Friday is. Friday fire. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.